It should be exciting. It should be an exciting one. I can't wait for my comp because I told my friend earlier and he liked it. Damn. Okay. I think we all have the same comp. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I don't think we do. Okay. <laughs> I think, all right. We'll see. Don't we'll see. Welcome to our episode of Boom or Bust, the draft show. Max Chadwick alongside Nick Miriam and Donnie Clemens. So we're going to go over another scouting report. And this guy might be almost consensus QB1 for a lot of people. Kenny Pickett, the Pitt quarterback. So we did Cape on Thibodeau. We did Kyle Hamilton. We did Drake London. All those scouting reports you can find. And, of course, if you want to see a scouting report, like the video, subscribe to the channel, Comment below who you want to see for the next scouting report. If you're, watching, if you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, whatever, leave a review, five-star review, and comment what prospect you want to see. We're going to defer to you guys for a lot of these, who you want to see. I've seen a lot of Tyler Linderbaum, who I know Donnie loves. We've got a few requests for that. We will get to him for sure. Um, but please, again, do all that. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, leave a five-star review, leave a comment as well. And, of course, follow our Twitter Instagram, TikTok, at Boomer Bust Draft. We're on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts. Check out the merch store. So let's go over Kenny Pickett, the Pitt quarterback, red shirt senior, six foot three, 220 pounds, former three star recruit, number 738 overall, and the number 49 quarterback in the class of 2017 coming out of New Jersey. In 13 games this year, he completed 67% of his passes. For 4,319 yards, 42 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. In his career, he completed 62% of his passes for 12,303 yards, 81 touchdowns, and 32 interceptions. So, Nick, when you watch Kenny Pickett, what do you like the most? Well, it's partially decision-making with his ability to keep the game not overly safe, but he's able to push the ball down the field. Uh, there's a few things that he does really well, though, in my opinion, besides just being a big-bodied pocket passer, which I think a lot of you know teams in the NFL still look for, even though I think mobility is becoming more and more overrated in quarterbacks, and you're seeing offenses get a built around it. Um, he is not afraid to fit the ball in traffic, and you will see him you know, scanning the field. He's in a pro-style offense. They run a lot of spread out there in Pittsburgh. Um, and he will deliver the ball in close, in traffic. He will fit the ball in tight spaces. He's got good accuracy there. Um, and then he, then he has this downfield touch pass that I think is kind of a mix between a touch ball and kind of a you know a, a strong arm throw. But he does a really good job of putting you know air under it in ways that it's not like just a floater. You know he gets it down there and it's quick. It's downfield and it's it's easy. He's throwing touchdowns downfield. He's been efficient doing these things throughout the year. Um, kind of just keeping it between those two things. It's quick passes finding, scanning, finding guys short, allowing them to get yak yardage, and then every once in a while hitting the downfield pass. Besides that, um, I think the body, you know, in the pocket work, it's nice. Um, his feet are a little messy, but he is kind of a scrappy quarterback in that you see him, you know, fight to make plays work out. He's not afraid to leave the pocket. Um, there may be some work stepping up into the pocket, but he's not afraid to let the prey break down. He's always willing to find something, and he takes what the defense gives him. Um I don't know that he's lighting this position up as a guy that has flashes like unbelievable athletic potential or just like he never misses a throw or his arm talent is insane or, you know, he's not going to run like a 4-4-40. But he kind of just puts together a few of these like above average things that quarterbacks look for today in the NFL. And it comes out to some, uh, you know, 
sort of Kirk Cousins like, but not really, you know, more athletic, but somewhat sporadic at times quarterback that ended up playing a very, very good senior season this year. Probably the best uh, season this year of any of the quarterbacks we're looking at, uh, which is why he has leaped kind of from a mid round quarterback to where he is. And that is going to project well to the NFL because he fits into any system that really will be looking for just because he's he's moldable. Like there are different things he's good at. I could see a situation where they're using him in RPOs, where they're letting him run the ball a little bit, even though he's not that mobile. I could see a situation where they're running spread and they're throwing the ball 40 times a game. I could see him in a West Coast offense. Um, and because of that, uh, I think there most teams in the NFL, I think there's going to be a lot of discussion about who QB1 is. But I think we're already starting to see this, that he is, for most teams, quarterback one in this draft. So I'm going to go ahead and say it real quick because Nick didn't say it. <clears throat> this quarterback class stinks. Uh, this quarterback class is just not very it's good. It's underrated. It's, it's underrated because people are comparing it to 2013. But this is the first time since 2017 that I haven't had a quarterback inside of my top 10 on my big board. So, um, yeah, I think that's this quarterback comparison. So not not two overall that Nick has Matt. We're all over the place in this quarterback class, yeah. as, as you can see. Nick has Matt yeah. Corral two overall. Donnie's none of them top ten. Yeah, we're all no. over. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I like Matt Corral and Kenny Pickett, but I mean, and obviously they're going to go top ten, and I'm going to be fine with it because they're quarterbacks, and it makes sense. But from a talent perspective, none of these guys are top ten in the class, in my opinion. Uh, Kenny Pickett, though, I think he's a pretty smart quarterback. Um, kind of does give me, uh, he gives me Joe Burrow vibes. That's the only thing I hear about this guy ever. Um, I think he's a good improviser. He's a sneaky athlete, kind of like Burrow. Um, I also think he's, I don't think he's as good of an improviser as Corral, but if we're talking about improvisation skills, he does need to be in that conversation of being a better improviser. I do think he does need to work at times with standing in the pocket and having some better footwork, kind of like Nick said earlier, but um, when he is outside of the pocket, he is a very, very different quarterback, in my opinion, than when he is in the pocket. Um, not, I mean, that's all I can really say. I'm trying to think of other stuff that Nick didn't say, but uh yeah, basically just recapping everything he said. He's a smart quarterback. He's a very good improviser. And I think he has a good NFL arm. And also something he didn't say, he makes the, in my opinion, he makes the most NFL throws out of all the quarterbacks in this class. Like when it comes to accuracy, when it comes to how long they are, good ball placement, all this stuff. I think he made the most NFL throws this season compared to what other these quarterbacks have in their past seasons. Yeah, I agree. And you guys mentioned it. Like, he was absolutely 1,000% fantastic this year. He had the best season of any draft-eligible quarterback. The only one I'd put above him is a guy who won the freaking Heisman Trophy in Bryce Young. And you can even argue that what Kenny Pickett did was more impressive because Bryce Young is playing for Alabama. Kenny Pickett is playing for Pitt. And, you know, Pitt had Jordan Addison who won the Blitnikoff. But other than that, the sporting cast was decent, but not Alabama. Um, and really, it's like a Joe Burrow-esque rise. You, you keep hearing that name all the time with Kenny Pickett just because Kenny Pickett was this, we're going to get into the weaknesses, Mac quarterback for three years at Pitt. And then all of a sudden this year, something clicked and it just, it happened. And Joe Burrow is the same way where he was a good quarterback the year before at LSU and was a backup at Ohio State. And then all of a sudden this, this season came out of nowhere. He won the Heisman Trophy, won a national championship, was the first overall pick. And PFF just tweeted out, he's the highest graded quarterback in the NFL right now in his second season. So that kind of rise, people are saying, wow, look, Kenny Pickett. Um, but Kenny Pickett, lights out, thrown deep, intermediate, short. I mean, he was so accurate to all three levels of the field this year. 
Nick mentioned it. He's a bomb dropper, man. Those vertical throws, like dropping it in a bucket, are gorgeous this year. I think Matt Corrales does a really good job, but Kenny Pickett was fantastic at that. Uh, good size, 6'3", 220. Good mobility. Uh, that fake slide, we didn't even mention it, that was gorgeous. They made a Kenny. Whenever you have a rule, whenever a rule is made for you, that's a good sign. That's, that's saying, hey, this is kind of unfair what this guy is doing. Um, he only did it once, obviously, but that fake slide was freaking gorgeous. I love the moxie on this kid. I hate when people use moxie in evaluation for prospects, but Kenny Pickett's got it. He's got the moxie. Got uh, he's able to drop dimes on the move, too. You guys mentioned that, how outside the pocket this guy is, is really good. And he's a four-year starter at Pitt. This is some of the most experience that I've ever seen for a top quarterback prospect. And that pit scheme is not really doing him a lot of favors. Nick, you mentioned this too. Like it forces him to make tough throws. Like the, he mm-hmm. forces to make NFL throws that Donnie mentioned where you see so many is because Pitt's making him do it. They're saying, hey, we're living or dying by you, man. We're not going to make it easy on you. Like I mentioned, Jordan Addison's very good. But other than that, like the offensive line was decent. The receiving quarter, uh, other than Addison, was meh. Uh, not a lot of RPOs. They're forcing him to go over the middle of the field a lot and not use the sidelines as much. And the improvement didn't really come from a better environment. Like Joe Burrow, you could point to Joe Brady and the other receivers they had at LSU too, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, uh, Terrace Marshall, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at running back and so forth. He's kind of had the same situation, man. The same offensive coordinator since 2019. The supporting cast is, like I said, decent, but it's not great outside of Jordan Addison. Really, this, this massive jump that he took was Kenny Pickett. It was just Kenny Pickett getting a way better, and something clicked for Kenny Pickett this year. You can't really point to Joe Brady or any of those other receivers. It was just him really, really improving. Uh, but, Donnie, where do you see the weaknesses in Kenny Pickett? So I think he's kind of a cocky football player, and that can be a good thing at times. <clears throat> We've seen that in some quarterbacks in the past, kind of like, okay, this is going to sound bad, but, I mean, Baker Mayfield had his moments. He was a cocky football player, and he did have his moments. But there's also some moments where you're like, what are you doing? You can't do that. And I think Kenny Pickett does that a lot more than people realize. He tries to make throws that I don't think he can. He tries to make way too difficult throws at times, and I do understand that the pit offense did make him do this more than some other offenses. But he does also occasionally just kind of forget about the easy throws, the easy checkdowns, and he just goes for the home run ball and it works in the nfl but not to the extent that he did it so i think he does need to learn to calm it down a little bit and also i know the fake slide was the sickest thing i've ever seen in my life but (laughs) that was also really risky because he was this close to tearing his acl and he should know when he did that that he is one of the top prospects in this draft so i don't really like that trust me it was the sickest thing i've ever seen it was awesome (laughs) But, I mean, come on, dude. You got to be smarter than that. So, I'm not saying that he's – and obviously, I'm not saying he's a bad post. And obviously not. I'm not going to assume he's a bad post. <laughs> no, it's not. But I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, hey, man, some people get twisted, you know. Some people get twisted. But oh, he does need to be – he does poor, need Poor Dottie, man. TikTok has corrupted him. These commentators are so – They're terrible. so mean on TikTok. And he's just <laughs> – Everything he says for weaknesses, he's like, I'm not saying this. I'm not saying, I promise you. <laughs> I feel so bad, man. We got to get you a quick man. This, this is what's good about Nick and I, is that we're not massive with 20,000 followers. <laughs> so whenever we say something, it just goes into the void. And nobody cares. When Dai says something, 
people freaking attack him no matter what he says. Yeah, I feel bad, bad, man. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I told you, I told you the story yesterday of what happened on that one thing, but yeah. it's just crazy. TikTok is nuts. But no, back to Kenny Pickett. I think I think another thing he can work on in his foot is his footwork. He's not the best when he's inside the pocket as he is when he is outside of the pocket. So he needs to improve on that a little bit. But when it comes to quarterbacks, he is the best day one starter. But I don't really see a high ceiling with this guy. And I didn't mention this in the pros. And even though he is a redshirt senior, and that is obviously concerning because he's older, he's actually not a super old redshirt senior. He's only 23 years old. And when he's drafted, he will be 23 years old, which is old but not, like, very old, especially for a redshirt senior. So um, he just needs to learn how to take the check downs, get some better footwork. Need He needs to realize that he isn't this strong arm. And when I say strong arm, I'm talking, like, Mahomes or Allen. Like, he doesn't have that strong of an arm. He needs to calm it down a little bit. TikTok, don't crucify me. Yeah, send, send some positive reinforcement. Please, some, please. Some support in the comments, please, for, for our guy Donnie. He's taking on the nose this draft season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I kind of had a tough time, I think, coming up with strengths in the first section, and really I just feel like this is a video where I want to just, like, talk about him because I, every weakness, I feel like there's a strength that, like, it, he's, like, there's not, like, clear, like, tendencies. Like, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, he's not really mobile, but he can get out of the pocket and set his feet and make a throw and keeps his eyes down the field. And, you know, he's not terrible at, at, you know, trying to make throws within the pocket, but when he's pressured, he really doesn't deal well with it. He's not going to step into to bodies to make throws. Um, I think you saw that against Clemson. He got some pressure early and he was escaping the pocket too early. He's not afraid to attack the middle of the field, but I think where his accuracy can dip at times is in that 10 to 20 yard range. Um, I, what else did I have here? Um, I think in a lot of games we saw him press early, try to look for downfield throws. They weren't there and then make some mistakes. I think he throws a lot of, I think his first quarter has been relatively not great this year and he adjusts though. He does a really good job of adjusting. Mm -hmm. The Clemson game, the pressure gave him issues. He adjusted. Syracuse had some issues with their coverage scheme. Syracuse does a good job with their 3-3-5, making uh, quarterbacks have to go to their second and third reads. He adjusted, ended up torching them too. Uh, so that's something you really like to see from a young quarterback. But early in those games, he did struggle. Um, so it's, kind of, again, like hard to really like put down one or two things without talking about three or four or five things with this guy because it's, it's, it's there. Everything's like interconnected with him. Like he does this because he struggles with this, you know? Um, this this is just gonna be a tough one to write like a banner for underneath my name. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, this. that's gonna be difficult. Like, it's, it's it's difficult though. Um, and I, I think it's intriguing because whoever ends up getting this guy, like I already said, he's gonna fit in different systems. You could probably coach him in different ways too, and and try to highlight certain things in his game that you think are actually his strengths. But you could also miss on what's important in his game, and if that's that potentially makes it harder to coach him. Um, but yeah. I guess mainly I think his accuracy does dip in that 10 to 20 yard range at times. He misses high. Um, and I think the, the pressure did give him some issues this season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nick and I were, were talking about this before the video and we were like, dude, last year, the quarterback evaluation was so easy. Like it was like, here is what Trevor Lawrence is great at. Here are some question marks for him. Trey Lance. We, everyone knows what Trey Lance is. Everyone knows his strengths. Everyone knows the weaknesses. Justin feels the same way. Zach wants the same way. This quarterback class, it's like, well, I like this, but sometimes it can go bad, but sometimes it's really good. It's like this is such a weird quarterback class where it's like you don't know. Like you just there's so many aspects of their game. Uh, and Kenny Pickett, I think, embodies that a lot, where it's just like 
man, like I, I like this, but it sometimes looks really bad. And, and but this year it looked really good. Like maybe it'll work. It's weird. Uh, my biggest weakness for him is like, dude, where the hell did this come from? Like the first three years of, for you as, as a starter were not great. Like you were decent, I think, as a redshirt junior, but then you regressed last year or a redshirt sophomore, excuse me, and then regressed last year as a redshirt junior. Your redshirt freshman year was not very good at all. And I thought of you as like maybe this day three quarterback. You know, we saw the tools and Tate, who's unfortunately not on this episode, Tate loved you last year, you know, after that one game against Syracuse. It was like, the guys, there might be something here. But the rest of the year, you were not. he was not great. And we were like, okay, like whatever, day three quarterback going into this year. And then he had this massive jump like Joe Burrow had where nobody really had Burrow on their boards at all before the year. And then he was the first overall pick. Now, I don't think Kenny Pickett would be the first overall pick, but he did have that Burrow-esque jump. We'll see. He's third in odds right now behind Hutchinson and Thibodeau. Um, with the Lions, man. Yeah. But listen, everyone's going to point to, whenever you say, where did this come from? Everyone's going to be like, who cares? Look at what Burrow's doing. That's an outlier, man. Like, that is, I don't want to just say, oh, one guy is just going to be proven for everyone. Um, so the the one-hit wonder is is a concern for me. Even though what Burrow did helped me a little bit, like, I was more concerned about that for Burrow. I'm feeling a little bit better about Pickett, but still, it's like, where did this come from? Arm talent, good, not great. He rarely took shots before this year. Uh, he improved in this aspect this year, but he still, he missed a lot of linebackers in the years past. Like, there were times where he did I was like, dude, where, why didn't you see that linebacker uh, coming in? The decision-making, I think, is questionable. Um, and I hate to mention this because I think this is one of the worst negatives that I hear for quarterbacks all the time in scouting reports. And I despise it, um, but I have to say it here because I actually think there might be a case. He might have small hands. <laughs> like, he wears gloves on both hands. He had a – he's had a – and it's not only because of that. Like, I don't, I'm not just saying it because, like – it we go to the combine, you see a small Joe hands. Burrow, small hands. Yeah, exactly. Dwayne Haskins, small hands. Yeah, I'm not just saying it because after the combine, you say, and you're like, oh my God, this guy's done. I'm saying it before I even know his hand size because he's had 38 fumbles in five years. 38 wow. fumbles. Like this guy has an issue holding onto the ball when pressure's coming. So I'm not saying he might have small hands because the two gloves, like Teddy Bridgewater, 38 fumbles in five years is what I'm more concerned about. So we'll see with the combine measurement. I don't really care about the combine measurement, though, because the 38 fumbles is really what I'm concerned about. Uh, but, Nick, give me the bottom line on Kenny Pickett, ranking on your board, uh, team fits, and, of course, player comp. Uh, QB2, um, I can't wait to talk about Matt Corral because I'm going to convince some people that he's really good. Um, he's my oh, number oh, 15 player. Me. It's, it's going to take a lot for TikTok for you to convince I don't, I don't And I mean a lot. Uh, they're kids. I don't care. <laughs> They don't know what they're talking about. Um, they don't watch enough football anyways. They watch highlights. Uh, number 15 player on my board. That's going to change uh, most likely. I don't know. Probably moving up. I don't, I don't know. I This is early in the process. A lot of stuff's going to move around. Uh, for all we know, I don't even end up with Corral up as high as I pegged him in the beginning. I got to I gotta watch these guys more. I mean, that's just yeah. where we are in the season. I've been trying to watch all the NFL games. Um, so that's where I am. And, and, and anyways, at 15, you know, it's it's – solidly a first round pick like he is going to be a first rounder he could go top 10 i don't think that would be a bad decision by the team that does do that he could go lower and I'm, I'm not expecting that he goes lower but uh, i would take him around that range top 10 below 10 to 15 area um my comp is Derek carr um and 
kind of same thing. Like, I feel like it's hard to describe what Derek Carr is really good at. And it's like the same, you know, he's just like a fine quarterback who just like is accurate at times, but can miss over the middle of the field, uh, presses at times, but at times looks really good, has carried teams with bad surrounding casts, has also had some really bad games in his times um, in Oakland and Las Vegas, um, mm-hmm. is like a deceivingly good athlete, but he's not like fast. Uh, maybe leaves the pocket. It's it's really kind of similar, honestly. Uh, it has some bad turnovers on tape, um, and is you know scrappy. And I just that's I feel yep. like Kenny Pickett. You're getting that out of him. I don't know why I'm laughing because my comp's even worse. So I don't know why I'm laughing. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, um, <clears throat> um, so yeah, he's QB two for me as well. Number sixteen on my board. Um, obviously behind Matt Krause, QB1. Um, my comp, I don't know why I'm laughing because it's worse. He kind of, okay, this is going to sound really bad, and I know it does. He kind of gives me some Drew Locke vibes. Ooh. Just a little bit. He kind of gives me some Drew Locke vibes, loves to escape the pocket, both super cocky throwers that think they can make all the throws. And I know Drew Locke sucks. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett's going to be <laughs> Drew Locke. I was a big Drew Locke guy too, so it makes it even worse. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett's going to be Drew Locke. I'm just saying when I watch him, they kind of give me both the same vibe. They love the improvise. They're not really great with their feet. Uh, They're much better outside of the pocket. They're good improvisers, but they just try way too hard to make the home run hit. Um, And they're pretty bad at intermediate, and they just don't know that checkdowns exist. So, um, yeah, Drew Locke, uh, it sounds bad. I know. Trust me. I'm I'm not happy with it. No, listen, I'm going to defend you here, Donnie, for all the TikTok people watching right now. Comps do not mean they're going to be that good or that bad. That is not what comps should ever be. Like we obviously try to stray away from if they're not, you know, Kenny Pickett, we're talking about Joe Burrow. Like I don't want to say Joe Burrow because of how good he's been. And that's not though what comps are. Comps are this guy plays like this guy. I'm not saying he's going to be this guy. We got into a lot of heat last year. I remember Zach Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, not saying Zach Wilson's Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying he played a lot like Aaron Rodgers. Um, so yeah, I think the cop, I think that's a decent cop. Like I, I see that too, Drew Locke. Uh, and yeah, Nick and, uh, the one year wonder for Kenny Pickett, like I said, scary, uh, Pickett was so good this year though, that he's worth a look in the first round and worth a look in the top half of the first round, in my opinion. Uh, also for me, QB two, I'm surprised about one of us. Cause I, I, like I said, seemingly everyone is having this guy as QB one. None of us do. We're all sticking with Corral. Um, He's likely, I haven't really finalized what my board's going to look like for our next update, but likely Donnie Kenny Pickett will be on Corral. <laughs> I have a feeling Donnie might not be on Corral, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Likely, uh, Pickett's likely top 15 to 20 on my board. I haven't really finalized that yet. Team fit, Panthers, Washington, maybe, uh, Broncos, Saints. Players. Co- Dealers, yeah. Uh, hopefully, if we if I like get the Saints that. fit. I think the Saints system is similar to what he did in yeah. college. I think Pittsburgh will be awesome. Player comp, I hate when we do this, but Nick, we did it. Uh, Derek Carr. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I was I was actually hoping this would happen. So can I get Las Vegas Raiders jersey, Derek Carr, and you can have Oakland? Yes, Raiders yes, I'll Derek make Carr. it Oakland. I'll make it Oakland, Derek Carr. <laughs> you can see those graphics on our Twitter, <laughs> at Boomer Bus Draft and Instagram. Um, this, yeah, I mean, I, I hate when we do it, but we did it. Uh, but I'm going to stick with it. Similar body type, both accurate at all levels of the field. Carr has been an above-average quarterback his whole career. Mm-hmm. That's where I expect Kenny Pickett yeah. to be. I think expecting him to be anything more than that uh, is asking too much of him. Like, I don't think he's this Joe Burrow where you're like, this guy was awesome and he might still be awesome and he has been awesome. 
don't expect that for Kenny Pickett. Like, I, I really do think Kenny Pickett's going to be a solid starter, like not a slam dunk. He's not going to be Drew Locke. I promise <laughs> you he will not be Drew Locke. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I don't think he'll be a slam dunk, like franchise quarterback build around this guy. But I think he'll be like in that Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins range where it's like, this is a starting quarterback in the NFL. Like he, you could say all the stuff you want about them. They're a starting quarterback in the top half of the uh, of quarterbacks in the NFL for a long time. I think that's what Kenny Pickett can be. You can build with Kenny Pickett. I don't think you're building around Kenny Pickett. But that's what we got on Pitt quarterback Kenny Pickett. Tell us if you think we're wrong. If this guy is the number one quarterback in this draft, none of us think that right now. But tell us if you think that, what your quarterback rankings are, who you want to see us cover next. Like and subscribe to the channel. And be sure to rate us five stars on Apple, Spotify, whatever. Be sure to follow our Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Boomer Draft, or on YouTube. Anywhere you get a podcast, like I said, hit the merch store as well. So for Nick Miriam and Donnie Clemens, I'm Max Chadwick. Have a great night.